This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. You are listening to the COVID Report. I am your host, Siposi Lengosa Danamuli, joined by the ever phenomenal Garabo Asala. And today we are unpacking how the entertainment industry has been impacted by the pandemic and how they plan to recover. Is it going to be a long-term damage? Are they going to be ever able to recover? Now, to unpack this further, we are joined by Alizé Matthews, better known as DJ Zaki. He's a young and vibrant house music DJ from Recha Park in Boxburg, and he owns a newly formed production company that specializes in sound and DJ by the name of Zaki Productions. Now, thank you so much, Mr. Matthews, for joining us here on the COVID Reports. And first things first, how has the coronavirus pandemic impacted your business? Thank you for having me and good evening to your listeners. I can start off by describing it with one word, bad. It's been extremely bad because no business means no money. And obviously, if you're newly formed business, uh, banking on clients coming in, seeing your products and so on for your business to grow and actually see a profit, if everything stops, that means no one is seeing nothing. So there is nothing coming in as compared to all the bigger companies that could still maybe pay a salary over a few couple of months or get some COVID relief from the government. However, the newly formed guys, indie businesses, we are in the dark and it's been really bad, just to say the least. It has been bad indeed. And how do you feel about this interruption to your business? What's your personal take on how it has been, particularly during this hard time of the pandemic and, you know, shifting lockdown restrictions? Today, you are allowed to operate until a certain time and tomorrow you're not allowed to operate at all. How has the toll been on you personally? I would say that this yo-yoing effect of the rules and regulations does affect us greatly because that means we're working with reduced numbers, meaning that we can't charge as much as we used to because people are accommodating 50 um, and under, but never over, um, depending on where the government is setting the regulations at. So that, that definitely does affect us in the cash flow. And if we look at it, well, there's a safety aspect. Obviously, we want our fans and our musicians and artists to be safe and not contract the virus and possibly affecting their families and so on and so forth. Uh, but also, if we look at the business side of it, you know, either or, something's got to give. But for now, I guess um, I'm willing to sit it out because safety first. I think the government is just trying to do what it can in terms of containing the spread of the virus. And that is why it would close the events which is bad, I understand, yes. But if you look at the safety aspect of that and the people at home, which may be having comorbidities, I also have to think about them and be the bigger person and not be selfish and think about myself only. So our grandparents and relatives that would probably be asthmatic or diabetic, etc. So it's very difficult to really lean towards any one thing, especially if the variables are as many as they are right now. So all I can say is being selfish is not a good thing to do right now. A very good message. Being selfish is not something we can currently afford to be. But we are seeing some events are filled to capacity. We've seen videos circulating on social media of parties that are filled to capacity with no room and no mask in sight. Many have critiqued the entertainment industry, saying they're the first ones to cry during a first hard lockdown, but the first ones to complain or to not follow lockdown regulations. What are your thoughts about this, Mr. Matthews? Do you think this is a fair characterization of the entertainment industry's approach to events and approach to the lockdown? Personally, I've seen some of those videos. And to be honest, I become jealous. 
So this is me now being selfish. Let's think about this for a moment. I become jealous and just yearn to see any one of my events be that full at this point in time, because I can be honest with you, we can all do a little bit of cash and a return of investment. As you know, buying equipment, um, sound, CDJs, all of these things cost a lot of money. And if you're seeing no return on investment right now, all you are left with is selling some of the stuff you have to survive. So the selfish me is saying, I'd rather have an event and get some money in, you know, so I can continue living. But then what do we sacrifice? So it's really complex to just lean towards one thing with the COVID pandemic. You know, I, I cannot stress that enough. Personally, I am diabetic, so I do have a comorbidity. So I cannot be playing around, you know what I'm saying? Because if I contract the virus, I put myself and my family at risk. And ultimately, um, it, this could lead up to death, you know. So, man, I, I was really hoping to be really direct with my answers. But um, it's very difficult to just say one thing. I, the coin has got two sides and I'm not just going to look at the one side. So these events, like I say, where the guys are uh, without their masks and, you know, the distancing isn't working out so lacquer because the place is packed. I think the onus is on them because they knew and they know what they're getting into and they know what the guidelines are. So if you would like to go out, we're not saying don't go, but we're saying be safe. So, you know, there's a difference when it comes to those levels, especially level two and level one. So it's really up to the to the person attending. You know, we got to be subjective about this and really not be ignorant when it comes to the safety. Like I said, I'm diabetic. I've got a comorbidity. And the last thing my family would want is for me to contract the virus and we're Worst case scenario, die of it. So I can tell you this much, it's very difficult, but you got to just keep your, your head level and, and go with what makes sense, as hard as it may be. As you just said, we do need to keep our head leveled and also keep in line with safety regulations. We've also seen how restaurants have not in so many words to circumvent the COVID-19 regulations, but they've certainly had to be creative. On the social, we've seen how restaurants have had to you know, start up drive-ins in order to still retain their customer base. What is your take on how the media and entertainment businesses are reinventing in an age of transformation? And is there anything you're doing differently from what you were doing pre-lockdown to also keep your business running in these difficult times? Definitely. I think I'll start with the last part of your question in terms of how I reinvented myself to just stay afloat. So unfortunately, but it is a business, you may have seen that obviously in the communities will have a lot of deaths and people restrict the numbers uh, in terms of attendees. So we had to come up with a way of broadcasting the funeral or the service to many of their loved ones that cannot attend because of the numbers. So that avenue opened up the live streaming thing to Facebook. Um, so we're not saying that death <laughs> has become a money making thing, but um, it is what it is. So that was one of the avenues that I explored personally, and it's been working quite well. However, again, safety first, so you're not wanting to accept like 10 invites to funerals, especially if the people had died of COVID uh, because there's a risk involved, you know, but you had to reinvent your wheel and your business and the operation uh, because you you cannot just stay behind and become a forgotten entity, as I can put it. So I, I definitely embraced the change and I also saw how restaurants were doing it. And because of all of those things that have been happening, not only in South Africa and the States, more predominantly, so the more developed nations, I took some strides off of that and say, how can I reinvent myself? How can I stay um, relevant, especially towards the younger crowd that I serve between the ages of 25 and maybe 35? How can I continually have my DJ Zeki and this production brand out there without becoming a forgotten entity? Like I say, COVID and the restrictions won't always stay there, uh, but you got to stay relevant for people to see that you're still existing, you're still surviving. 
driving, you're keeping the faith. And I think slowly but surely as things open up, you'll definitely get those bookings coming through because people see you as being relevant. So in your answer, you share that there is a future post-pandemic and you are trying to sustain your business to that time. What does the entertainment industry look like post-pandemic? Are things like virtual parties seeming to be a bigger craze in the future? How is the entertainment industry going to change? I think, first of all, people will have a deep desire to get to events early. So if we say doors open at two o'clock, that means you're there by one, okay? Because we've been in lockdown and you know what the feeling is to not go to an event. You know, that yearning, the pain, you know, just craving vibes upon vibes. So based on that, I think there will definitely be an uptick in travel, in events, in festivals, in um, similar other gatherings, concerts, for example, not only at a international or professional level, but also school concerts. They've also been missing out. They would love to get back to those. And this is where we serve that industry and that market. So I do think that there will be an uptick. I'm almost positive that there will be an uptick post-pandemic life. In your previous response to one of the questions I tabled, you spoke to us about how you responded to the continually shifting customer expectations, you know, and offering your services. How has it been for you in adjusting to the new normal? Would you say it's been a thrilling experience? Are there any lessons you will take away from this? And moreover, are there things you will keep that you have implemented because of COVID? Maybe there are things that you introduced to your business to retain your customer base, to remain relevant, as you said. Are these things you will still carry on in future, even after COVID? Definitely, definitely, definitely. So as part of my strategy to stay alive and just keep my, my profile and my business up in, you know, in the space, especially social media, I also semi-opened a DJ school. So we have lessons over the weekends. Let's say on a Sunday, I'll have two or three students. Also, given the restrictions, etc. So I'll have two or three students come in and we'll just train for an hour. They're aspiring young DJs. And they look up to what I do and many others. And I'm just here to provide that stepping stone for them. So that's what I've been doing. And I think definitely post um, COVID, I'll definitely keep up with that. As well as the live streams that I've been doing. So apart from also just the funeral and those type of live streams, I've also done quite a few interviews, a live interview over Facebook. So I'll set up outside. Um, I'll get a few guests in, maybe one or two guys for the week. And we'll just do an interview. So similarly of what we're doing now, we'll just do it live to Facebook. And the guys really enjoyed that because that kept them in the market as well, in the social realm and their brands relevant and alive. So our customers, our clients definitely hooked on to that idea because now they could see their best DJs or you know their favorite DJs on Facebook answering questions in a space that they've never been before, you know. So I think I should definitely keep those going as hard as it may be because obviously if the president says it's level four, level five, you know, I got to consider these things because again, safety first. Safety first. Now last year, President Sulgram, of course, I named... GBV, the second pandemic this country is facing. And the break away from grooves and vibes has really allowed the industry to think. And the question I pose to you in light of the time to think is, what are you as a company, an entertainment company, thought about to make not only fight the first pandemic, which is COVID-19, but how are, when we return to group, you going to make it safer for women as well? Um, besides the gender thing right now, I know that's big. Um, I think just violence in general, 
I've been to plenty parties before or events and people tend to just really become, you know, abrupt and very violent at times. And this is not a, a good space to be in. So I think if we start there, I definitely spend some time reflecting on all of these during the lockdown in terms of how we carry ourselves at events, etc. And then obviously we bring in the aspect of, you know, the violence against women and children, etc. So the GBV, um, I think really with the lockdown, it had only brought that more to the fore. I think it's been there, it's been happening, but behind the scenes. And I think with the lockdown now, many things expose itself. You know, as much as the lockdown had been bad on many other industries, if not all, some of the really bad systemic dysfunction within our communities have been brought to light. And our government is really trying to deal with it because it's been given a spotlight like no other. And for myself, I think it's a very big thing. I really have to obviously start with, as a DJ, I would like to include more female DJs at my events. And they would be the advocates of female can also do this. I know DJs in Sindor, Deben Gok, you name them, they've been pushing the frontier when it comes to DJing in the industry. But I'm talking about the guys that aren't having that big of a platform. They really want to be seen. They really want to be out there. And I think it starts there. So if the community sees that we as men, whom the other kids are looking up to, we are buying into this idea of protecting and putting our women on a pedestal because they're the queens of the earth, I think they'll definitely start to catch on. And should anything happen at events where I am especially, we have to have security deal with that. And we will make announcements in terms of what's happening, who it is, because we quite frankly shouldn't allow that any longer. So I think as much as we like to run to social media to vent, I think it should be addressed there and then, you know, so everyone can see what's happening. Uh, we should not shy away. And that is why these issues are coming to the fore, not for people to be embarrassed or discouraged, but really just to say, look, we've been there and we don't want that any longer. We got to move on from that. That is indeed quite refreshing to hear how you are also planning to bring more female DJs to the fore in a what has been termed a male-dominated industry. So it's quite refreshing for me to, to hear you say that and for our listeners as well. But just a final question to you, uh, DJ Zaki. What would your advice be to businesses in the entertainment industry, the media and entertainment industries who have not been able to bounce back as quickly? Are there any words of advice, maybe business acumen you can share to someone who may be listening right now who is struggling in the media and entertainment industry because of COVID? First of all, I'd say I need advice. So please, can you refer any of the other businesses to give me advice, you know? I'd say that. Um, but to answer you, I think it's all about the positivity. Um, we got to stay positive. As, as cliche as it sounds, as difficult as it sounds, we have to keep our heads above water. We will come out of this. There are many things that the country as a whole had stepped from quite victoriously. And I think this pandemic will also be one of them. It's hard, no doubt. You, there are times where you feel like selling all your equipment because you're in a dark space. But in the end, I think there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I thank my family for their support and my friends especially, and as well as my immediate colleagues, especially at work as well. They understand what's happening and they understand how badly we can be affected because what we've been doing for many years suddenly got snatched from us, you know, in an instant. So it was definitely an adjustment and an eye-opener, meaning that things can change at any moment. So I think with that, many of these individuals from these companies, you know, big or small, they have to stay positive and they have to really 
believe in the outcome that would be positive. So if you're negative going into it and saying, look, I'm not taking the vaccine, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, and, you know, COVID will never end. Obviously, that's not the mindset we'd want to advocate, you know. We just really need the guys to pull through as hard as it may be. Trust me, I've been there. I'm not talking from Instagram quotes or memes I've seen. I'm talking from experience. It is hard, but it will get better. Oh, it, it will get better, honestly. Um, thank you so much for being our guest on the show today. And we certainly look forward to having you as a guest in future. And good luck to you and your business. And we hope you thrive. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful. It's actually been relieving, if I may say that, to actually talk and it's no one that will judge you. So if you talk to your family, sometimes they go, huh? No, man, just drink some water. You'll be fine. You know, um, but it's really nice. And the thought of you guys having me on here, I really appreciate that to share my insight. Obviously, this doesn't come with all the stats. You can't go Google these things. I'm just talking out of experience. And I really hope that people would lend an ear to what I've said. If at anything, you know, just keep your head up, stay positive. It will get better. If out of all I had said, all my preaching, please just remember that. <laughs> all your preaching. Certainly, I couldn't have rounded it off any better than you have. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vids. By Voice of Vids. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1 or streams via www.varfm.co.za.